Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Are you serious? So there's plenty of ways to kill an hour out there. Right now, you are killing one with me, Marcus Bronzy. And me, Nicholas Bright. Before I ask you about how you've been killing some time this week, plagued by technical issues today, should I even complain about things like this? Should I be more professional, Nick, and just pretend that everything was fine for the last five minutes that we've now had to re-record? Well, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like transparency is the key. And also, considering this is a, a, a predominantly a tech podcast we do do tend to talk shit about everything and anything else but predominantly it is a tech podcast it's nice to let the the audience know that uh we go through the same trials and tribulations that they do where you're just like well i did this exact thing yesterday and it worked fine and now i'm doing it today and the shit ain't working great and you know what the solution was for this situation it's got to be the classic hasn't it yep Turn it all off. Turn it off and turn it on again. That's the one. That's the one. And you know, it worked. So, and if it doesn't work sometimes, you've got to turn it off, turn it on again. That's, that's science right there. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like back in the day, right? Before TVs became thin TVs, which are really like flimsy and fragile. Do you remember the big like backed telly? Like yeah. back in the day, like yeah. sometimes when your telly was playing up, the only way to fix it was just by giving it a slap. You know what I mean? Like when the telly was just messing up, you'd have to just go bosh on the side and then bang, it works again. Did you used to do that as well? Sometimes yeah, I did that when I had shit reception. Sometimes, <laughs> right? You, you, there, was, there was like a hand hover. It wasn't like you didn't, you didn't just like whack it. You like hover your hand over the top of the telly and like wave your hand in some weird way as if you're causing some kind of magic and then go bang. Like, that was it. Like, exactly. Like the hand hover and then tap. Exactly. Exactly. In fact, if you want to talk about old school TVs as well, Nick, that but if you use YouTube, like you'll know this, Nick. But the, the tube is what we used to call the TV because the TV did have a sort of tube type bit of technology in it. Yeah, no, used. no, it did. My dad yeah. was a television engineer, so um, he used to work for Radio Rentals when they were a company, and uh, like he used to go and fix TVs. And it was always when you when when the picture went on your TV, as in like when the when the uh, when the screen went dark. Yeah, um, it was always the tube that had blown. There you go. There you go. So, and then new TVs came in and nowadays it's like radio rentals don't exist because people don't get their TVs fixed anymore. They just buy a new one. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, like is, is TV repairing something that people like 
dude. Yeah, and it's nice. It's all about throw away and go again, yeah. innit? When t- when tech breaks now, man, people just buy a new one, innit? When anything breaks, yeah. oh, my shit's broken, I'm just going to buy a new one. It's not like, we're, we're, the, we're just a generation of just, like, buying new shit. Whereas, like, back in the day, like, if you speak to our parents and our grandparents or whatever, it was like, oh, we need to get this fixed. We need to fix that. We need to fix, like, we just don't do that no more. Yeah. It wasn't odd for somebody to have a TV for 10, 15 years. Now, oh, I don't think any TV anyone has, they'll have for 10, 15 years. I'm looking at my TV now because I ain't got, I'm, like, I don't have a smart TV, you know, smart connected TV. I don't have one. Like, my, the yeah. TV that I've got in my living room is, um, it's like a flat, it's a flat screen telly. And it was like, when I bought it, obviously it was a top of the range one and that. But now it's, I just look at it and I'm like, you're just rubbish, bro. I'm looking at this TV like you're trash. You're yeah. dead. You're I can't dumb. go on Netflix with you. Yeah. I can't go on YouTube with you. I can't yeah. go on Pornhub with you. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I dead. can't get porn Pornhub on the on the forty seven inch, you know, HD ting with you. <sighs> HD. God, you're just missing out, Nick. Anyway, uh, yeah, we're digressing. Um yeah, so um have you been killing some time this week? I know you've not been killing time with a smart TV watching HD porn direct off Pornhub. I know that. No, no, because I can't. Exactly. Yeah. But this yeah. week I have been um, killing some time at One Extra Live. So um, I work at BBC Radio One Extra, which is um, a radio station for the BBC. And we put on our annual concert this weekend. It was yesterday, in fact, in Liverpool. So in the northwest of England. Um, and it's like the crescendo of the year for for us at one extra because it's the big event that we do every year um where we get you know an amazing lineup of some of the artists that we've been championing throughout the years so yeah it was was really really good man and i'm just recovering today because uh the pace yesterday was set quite high yeah who who was there who who smashed it at one extra live well the lineup was really really good man i think for me the, the 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 two artists that i enjoyed watching the most i'd have to say was the landlord aka gigs uh he's a uk rapper and then the headliner of the the whole event uh was stormzy those two uh really really amazing performances but that's that's not to take anything away from any of the other guys as well because we had sean paul who like absolutely killed it because he's just a party guy he's just got banger after banger after banger in it yeah. So like he came out and absolutely killed it. Uh, Rich Free Two was really good as oh, well. Yeah. Uh, Lady Leisha, I see what you did there. La- Lady Leisha, um, <laughs> she was really really good as well. Female rapper from Birmingham and Craig David, who's um, he's got the number one album in the UK right now. Uh, he opened the show and uh, I saw him backstage before he went out, and he was just really excited. And he's such a cool and genuine guy. Like he's been in the game for like. <sighs> It's almost 20 years, I think, that he's been actually, you know, top of the game, like having number one hits and stuff like that. And he, he did have a lull in between. It hasn't been 20 solid years, but like he went away uh, for a little bit, uh, moved to America, lived in Miami. And then like he came back and this album now, which is at number one, uh, following my intuition, um, like it's it's put him right back on the map where he should be because... Yeah. You know, he's, as I said, he's such a cool guy. And for, for, for me, that's quite surprising because people, there's a lot of people out there that get, you know, one track that gives them a little bit of success and they turn into some like diva. They think they're like, I don't know, they're, they're walking around like they're some movie star. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like acting stush and acting like a dickhead. But like, 
Craig David is just mad cool. Saw him backstage, as I said, and he was just like, just happy to be there and just really genuine. So, like, to see him open the show and have this success with the new album, man, it's, it's nice for me to see. Sick. Well, seeing as we're in the realm of honesty, I'm going to be honest, I've not listened to the album yet. Have you listened to the album? Uh, I'm 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 going to be honest as well. I haven't listened to the album in its entirety either. I've only heard um, bits and bobs, and and I think that part of that is down to. Um, you know, I don't know if we've discussed this on on how to kill an hour previously uh, to today, but I think part of that's down to the fact that, like, for me, actually sitting down and listening to an, a whole album is. I, I feel like it's an art which is it, which is dying out. I genuinely do. Right, because the way we consume music now is so different. It's through Apple Music playlists or Spotify playlists and stuff like that, or or on the radio, hopefully for for me, because yeah. you know, I don't I don't want to lose my job. But like you know, we don't. It's almost like we don't consume music in the same way. We don't sit down and go right. I'm going to listen to this one album in full for the next you know hour and a bit or whatever. Yeah, it's weird that man. Uh, I'm, I need to. I know, I'm going to get my hands on it though. It's number one album. I need to support. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I'm, also, I'm going to do it as well. Like, I might do it because I'm I'm driving back to London from Liverpool today. I might, I might just go. whop it on in the car and just you know check it. There you go. And you know what, Nick? This is tied in very well with your turn it off and turn it on again story because that's what's Craig David's done with his career. I don't think he had a lull. I think he just turned it off for a few years and then turned it back on again and came back. Maybe yeah, yeah. we should be doing this more with life. Turning stuff on and turn on again. In fact, that's kind of what we do every night. We go to sleep, turn it off, turn ourselves back on again the next day. Yeah. Or like when you're having sex, you know? Yeah. Turn it off. Yeah. Turn it on. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, off, it's off like predominantly for most of the time. And then, yeah. like, you know, you turn it on again when you need to. Exactly. Could you imagine being turned on all the time? You wouldn't even be turned on. It would just be normal. Imagine yeah. it. Just like Bona City, mate. Everyone's walking around like with a, with a rager tucked into the waistband. Just like <laughs> you know, the waistband tuck. You know, when you first sometimes when, it's, 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 yeah. it's essential to do it. Sometimes, yeah. Do, do you know the first time? You, and 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 sorry if you're you're female, you don't understand this. But we're talking about when you get a massive bone eye and you have to flip it up so that yeah. it's pointing up. It's it's looking at you. The eyes looking at you, up yeah. at you, and then you can Listen, put it on your waistband like, and walk it's, around. It's referenced in super bad, man. Like everyone mm. knows that it's a thing. Like. Yeah. You know, it's but look. What would you rather, right? As somebody who's who's not the one with the boner, what would you rather? Would you rather someone like discreetly tuck it into the waistband so like yeah. life can carry on as normal, or would you prefer that somebody is walking around with a fucking tent in their trousers, just yeah. like? So, what are we up to today, guys? Like, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not the one. You don't yeah, want to see that boner in your face. Yeah, Nick. You know, at at, at my secondary school, it was so necessary because my secondary school we used to wear tracksuit like it was a, it wasn't a conventional uniform it was a slightly relaxed what uni- <laughs> what kind of school did you go to you didn't you wore a tracksuit that's the that's setting people up to fail right there that's setting people up to to to, to like claim job seekers allowance <laughs> like you lot didn't wear a uniform shall i tell what you shall i tell about? you what the uniform was the uniform was tracksuit bottoms oh my god uh, it was like a polo top or you could just wear a regular t-shirt and it's and a it, secondary school yeah yeah so nice. it was like sweatpants and then it was like a sweat a sweater that you wore at the top and there was like a collar a red collar in the sweater but the collar was it looked like you were wearing a red t-shirt underneath the sweat the sweater but it was actually a collar that they sewed into the sweater 
so that this you is couldn't... appalling. This is appalling. This school should be shut down. And 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 it was trainers as well. So everyone used to wear like this Nike Air Max. is horrendous. You know how strict my school was. My school was. This is secondary. If, if you was talking about junior school, I'd let you off. But yeah. secondary school, you know, so high school, like mm. my high school was so strict. It was like blazer, shirt, tie. In the winter, you had to wear a jumper over the shirt and tie with the blazer on still. And then you could, like, obviously trousers. You could only wear black shoes. If you had trainers of any kind, you're getting sent home. You know, you're, you're, getting, you're getting called to... Because what happens is you registration in the morning, they check out all your stuff. And then if you're not wearing the right stuff, sent to Mr. Connolly's office. Mr. Connolly, the head teacher, was just parring guys, sending them home. See ya. Really? See ya. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and the bag. If you came in with a bag that wasn't black, you know, like backpack. Yeah. Like if you came in with a backpack that wasn't just plain black, again, sent home, bro. See you later. Really? No, My we could have any color, any color rucksack. It was trainers. Um, they didn't like it if you tried to like wear a hoodie under the sweater and tried to like have a hoodie with what you wore. Um, oh, and the, the jumper, the jumper I was... The, I can't take this. The, I can't. The, the no, jacket, wonder, no wonder you work in media. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. jacket as well was a baseball jacket as well or a kagool you is got to wear a kagool still open it was raining. <laughs> yeah, still there queens queens park community school still I there i can't still i there. can't believe it they're not they're not taking life seriously school's meant to say school's meant, you're meant to hate putting your uniform on because you're like oh fucking hell, i gotta put this shit on like fucking looking like a twat in my school uniform blah 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 because it gets you ready to wear a suit to work every day and all that shite I bet everyone coming out of your school is just like working in media like you. Bummer jobs <laughs> like us, you know, just like fucking hanging around in media wearing whatever we want because we, we didn't want to wear a suit. Yeah, my tie game isn't the strongest. I can tie a tie, but I don't think I tie the best tie in it because of that. Yeah, but I was going to say, like, because you didn't have to wear one. I had to exactly. do tie every day. So you just did one like that um I take, yeah i mean i mean what was i getting at yeah that was it so for me the 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 boner like flipping the, the boner the up boner. Into the yeah, boner. Course, yeah yeah back to the boner Fl- flipping the the boner up was a necessity at school because in these tracksuit bottoms like oh, yeah. remember you're you're wearing these like three four times five times a week well that was me because i only had one pair so i'd have to like wear the same ones all week they're like then they're, they're not really like the sort of material that's that's that can Discreet. handle that sort of exactly yeah, that can hold a boner down it's getting thin <laughs> yeah so yeah, like, yeah, like, say this is like halfway through the year it's like february you're halfway through your school year yeah you, you could probably tear these trousers open oh wow so, so you need to because yeah, yeah, like yeah. if you got if you got like denim on in it sometimes the denim can hold it down sometimes mm. the denim, it's like cool, cool. yeah because like, yeah because if you're if you're anything less than 70 percent like the denim would just hold it down it's yeah cool. it can hold it I down mean, yeah. To be honest, if you're at more than seven, if you're at more than seventy percent and you're not having a sexual encounter at the time, what the fuck's <laughs> wrong with you? Like, how are you? How are you at more than seventy percent? I'm just thinking, fucking hell, <laughs> what's going on there? Oh, I don't know. But but that, oh, that was it. Yeah. But the Woody game had to be tucked away. But you know what was also good about the uniform, Nick, Go is on. the feel ups at lunchtime. The lunchtime feel up club. Your school sounds like a fucking <laughs> job. That's all I'm gonna say about this place. You're getting wearing fucking tracksuit bottoms and getting felt up. What is this place? Kids experimenting, isn't it? Kids I'm not saying a little, little bottom grab here, a little a little grab a booby, a little booby grab, a little bottom grab. These things happen. Come on, kids grab each other's. Not in my school, mate. I went to an all boys school. 
I'm sure a little bit of ass grabbery went on at your school yeah, as well. I, just... I bet it did as well. Yeah. There's a few teachers that lost their jobs, bro. <laughs> Real talk. Catholic really? School. Ooh, Real talk, bro. Ooh, 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 Catholic. I'm not, I'm not going to mention what school I went to or any names in case ooh. that brings the podcast into disrepute, but wow. there was a few teachers that lost their jobs. Did you know who they were? Did the people know for a while? That it was, People that it was knew there was one teacher that everybody used to say, this guy's a pedo, bruv. Like, everybody, you know, like, there's always one. Everybody's like, ah, oh, pedo, Mr. XYZ, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then, like, next thing, there was a trip went to the south of France. I didn't go on a trip because yeah. I didn't like going on school trips. Like, it was a trip to the south of France. Next thing we know, pedo teacher goes to the south of France on this trip. He fills up some boy in the shower and shit and then he comes back it all gets on top man loses his job it's just peak yeah yeah trust me and you said my school was fucked up wait at least at least in our school the feel-ups were happening in fucking decent uniform mate you know what i mean so that makes a difference that makes all the difference his tie was done properly and he had a fucking blazer on in your school bare feel-ups in fucking trainers and tracksuit bottoms oh my gosh you could never be a judge nick <laughs> do you know what i was gonna give you 18 months community service but look at the state of that tie 25 years life sentence and it's like what what so you, you you murdered your family in cold blood but at least your blazer and yeah. like the shirt and tie combo is nice yeah, no, oh, that's a great tailoring, you. great tailor job on that. <laughs> great tailor job. Um, yeah. So, oh, that was it. One, so one extra live. Um, so you said gig yeah, smashed it. Yeah, yeah. Did gigs gigs smash? Like, why did he smash it? Like, what was so good about his his performance? Just the energy, man. Like, you know, he, he's got bad, like, energetic, crazy songs. Anyway, yeah. um, if you if you're into your uh, UK rap music, that is, you'll, you'll yeah. definitely know what I mean. Um, but also because he uh, he was so openly on stage, like irate that he only had a twenty minute slot. Because what the thing is with one extra live, right, is the show starts at eight um, and it finishes at eleven, so it's a three hour show. Um, but there's so many acts on the bill. Do you know what I mean? So it's like everybody can only get a certain amount of time on stage yeah. because we got all these acts to fill. Um, so gigs was just like he started it right no one else nobody said anything about like um like not like being unhappy with the amount of time they had on stage whatever then gigs came out and he's like ah they said i've only got 20 minutes on stage man treating me like a little man in it like like, he's upset about it so and then next thing we know sean paul's on stage later on saying he wasn't as like pissed about it but he was on stage saying like they told me i only got 20 minutes so yeah, blah 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 and then storms he said it so like oh, people wow. were a little bit upset about like the, the the shortness of set because what it is right is they're really happy to be on the lineup because for a lot of these guys it's it's a it's a it's a gas thing man they're on it they're mm. in an arena like sold out arena which you know holds Fifteen thousand people or whatever i don't know the exact number off my head for the for the echo arena in liverpool but like you know it's a it's a big number of people so it's a it's a it's a really big show for a lot of these guys so um of course they're going to want to be on for, for for longer especially when the crowd's reacting to what they're doing and it's there's lots yeah. of energy and, and stuff like that but um like i said man unfortunately there's just so many people on the bill man we gotta we gotta keep it moving yeah fair enough and you know i don't think i could see a full set from that many artists. Well, you'd still be there now 
till next yeah, week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he'd be, be dead. Yeah, be crazy. Yeah, we we we'd we'd rave to all, death. We would all be dead. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, this week, Nick, what have we been trying out? Well, one thing that we had a little go on, uh, we killed some time with was the bionic bird. Yep, we killed some time with the bionic bird. Which, yeah. um, before you go any further, was really really hard to fly yes 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 so first things first what is a bionic bird i think nick you kind of dropped a massive hint there it's something that flies what is and i called it a bird as well what is a bionic bird nick though so it's basically um the best way for me to describe it is a is a remote control um remote control flying bird basically that you control Mm -hmm. with an app on your phone um so it's it's it's, it's almost like a cross between a remote control helicopter and a drone or whatever, you know, like it's, it's like that, but um, it's controlled by software on your phone, which gives it kind of that added tech edge, I guess. Yeah. It's not a robotic vagina. Okay. If you're no. looking for that, there's other episodes of the podcast you can check out like dildo. Drone. Yeah. I'm, but, I'm sure um, you and Funk Butcher have done a special on that in the past. They've, yeah. There's like dildo drone there's, there's, <laughs> and, and loads more. Uh, so check that episode out. Um, but yeah, so, that's what it is, Nick. Um, it is really hard. Also, really light yeah, as well. Exactly. One of the amazing. big problems that we encountered. It's, it's amazingly light. This is the, mm. can I just say this is this is a uh, it's not a design flaw, in my opinion. This is like a, a feat. But uh, yeah. unfortunately on the day that it came to test when we were we're, were gonna have a test, it was quite windy in in, in West London. So mm. um Basically, we couldn't fly it where we wanted to fly it. We wanted to fly it in a big open space because, you know, that's uh, essentially when you're, when you're using any kind of drone or, or anything like that, uh, that's what you want, a big open space. So you're not, um, especially when you're a beginner, you're not crashing into stuff and, like, you, you can just, you know, get your bearings and fly it around a bit and blah, blah, blah. But unfortunately, it was not the case because of the wind. So we had yeah. to fly it just outside the How to Kill and Our offices in a skinny kind of like alleyway, not not too skinny, but you know, like a like a I don't know what you call it, entrance way, yeah. like driveway type thing. Yeah. It's like protected by walls either side, uh, but those walls either side were massive hazards for me and you when trying to fly the bionic bird. Yeah, while trying to learn to fly this this uh, bird with skill and precision, is we would recommend. I'm going to speak for you a bit here, Nick that you kind of get a big open space where it's yeah. not windy. And because there are videos of people flying them in slightly more confined spaces. Uh, but we definitely did a lot of crashes. And because yeah. of that, we can actually prove that this, because it only weighs nine grams, you know, eight Which or nine crazy. grams. Is bird. It's amazing. It's got a motor in it. It flies like up to a distance of a hundred meters with your smartphone and comes back again. Um, and it's, very durable with that being said because you hold it in your hand literally it feels like you're holding a piece of tissue like it's so light it feels like it feels like you know like a paper airplane yeah that's it that's better yeah paper airplane and it it flies but with that being said it's quite durable because we did punt it into the floor several walls yeah other people's windows um so that's pretty good man it's pretty durable i must say i must yeah yeah for, for something so light because my first my my initial worry was like bloody hell we're gonna we're literally gonna fly this once and like it's gonna crash into the wall and it's gonna be game over from that yeah. one flight. But yeah. uh, no, it was as you said, it took it took a lot of hits and uh, it was fine. Yeah, and we were out there for about ten minutes flying it, and 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 the battery was 
lasted. And yeah. the great thing about it, and this is the thing with new tech, a reoccurring theme that I'm finding is, is not just how cool it is and how good it works. Cause we'll get onto how you fly it. Cause that's pretty cool how you fly it actually. Um, but it's also about how you charge it and how many charges you get. And it's really interesting that with this device, you don't charge the drone up directly because it's so light. What you actually do is, is there's, it comes with an egg, pretty good play actually that, isn't it? But yeah, yeah. Comes this egg that you charge, a USB egg that you charge takes, didn't take long, takes about 90 minutes to charge, but the egg holds a number of charges, uh, off the top of my head, I think it's like five or six, maybe more. Um, but it holds a number of charges. So you charge the egg and then you can take the egg and your bird down to the park. And all you do is throw the bird on the egg and it, and the egg charges it like via magnetic strips. So you can sit the egg down somewhere, put the bird on top and it charges it. So you can keep charging. I just think it's a really good idea, man. It's just like really well thought out because. I'd hate to go to the park, play with this for 10 minutes and then have to come home again and then charge it and then go yeah, back yeah. to the park again. So you, like, you've basically got a portable charger with you, haven't yeah. you? Because you charge up the egg and then you take the egg with you. So, you know, for that reason, yeah, it means you've, you've got... Cause I, I don't know, as you said, I don't know how many charges you get out of the egg yeah. um, to the bird. But, you know, you've at least, at least, this is just me guessing now, at least um, you've got the, the charge of the, the full charge of the bird when you take it to the park and then you'll at least have another full charge from the egg to the bird, at least. Yeah, exactly. And you get, t- actually you get 10 times out of the egg. That was it. Oh, 10, 10 so times, got, 10 low. times, 10 charges. And also the charge lead is USB. So if you have a phone charger, like many of us have, that to give your phone an extra boost, you can use that to charge the egg and then use the egg to charge the bird. So Perfect. simple, simple. And um, yeah, that was, it was, it was really good considering um, how you fly it though, Nick. Um, that was pretty cool, right? Yeah. Yeah. So basically that you download an app uh, for your phone and then um, there's the good, the good thing about this, right? Is it, it wasn't rigid. And what I mean by that is, you know, sometimes when you have these apps that control things, um, you're basically just given a rigid, um, rigid, way of controlling it so you can only yeah. do it one way whereas with the bionic bird there was there was a few different um options so there was one where you tilted the phone uh yeah. to, to make it turn left to right um there was one that which simply just had like a a left and right button on the screen yeah. um there was a steering wheel type one that i can remember off the top of my head which yeah. was the one that we settled on in the end it was it was the turning one it was basically you you control the speed of the the, the flapping wings because it's worth mentioning as well that the bionic bird actually does have flapping wings. It's not like um, propellers or anything. And mm. um, so, on the left hand side of the screen uh, on the phone, you you, you have like a uh, joystick, I guess. Like a you push it up to, to to make the bird's wings flap faster, and you pull it down, obviously, to stop them. And then uh, we settled on the the turn in the phone. Yeah, so it uses the gyroscopics of the phone. When you twist your phone in your hand, it turns left, tilt your phone to the right, it tilts right. I love, I love that, man. See? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I did think to myself, ah, oh, well, this this is great because this is going to be, this is going to make it a lot easier, you know? Like, mm. you'll be able to, like, the, the bird will turn as much as you turn your phone. This will be fine. Mm. And uh, I still ended up in the wall several times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, you know what? I think one thing that helped helped with the learning process was putting on cruise control. There's a little button you press and it kind of just, yeah. you don't have to worry about speed and stuff. Um, but yeah, was, I mean, I had a bit of fun with it. Um, it's a shame that we couldn't use it out as in as big a space as we wanted to. But um, it was proper, man. And it comes with like a good little maintenance kit as well. So that if the wings become unbalanced, you can balance it up. 
if the little magnetic strips that connect it to the egg get dirty, he's got a special brush for cleaning it off. And I must say, the boxing of this product, and, and this is important as well, because if you want to gift this to someone, like gifting stuff, if it comes in a nice box, it does help, you know, the sort of whole feeling of when you give one, something to someone. The, the boxing yeah. of this was really nice, you know. It was really, really well done. And it kind of gives you like a seal of quality when you open a nice box. Um, yeah, I think I think that's true as well. Yeah. Like, it's like when you get a, a nice pair of shoes and they come in a decent box, and you're like, oh, these must be nice because the box is just flames. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Maybe we should just bring out trainers that are like shit trainers, but they come in a wicked box. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. But yeah, the, this is not shit in a box. This is very good in a box. And it also, once you've used it, you can put it back in the box and put the box somewhere safe, and it's like, we'll keep it safe. It's, that was the Bionic Bird. Like it, man. We'll put links to it in the show description. And you can check that out. Um, but yeah, we had a bit of fun with that, Nick. And I've learned that if you were ever pilot in a plane, I'm probably not gonna gonna be in that plane, Nick. Well, it'll probably just end up in, in 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 a wall several times. Yeah, not 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 so cool. Uh, speaking of of driving, though, Nick, another thing that we tried that day, um, which was such a you know, which was such a busy day for us that we didn't even get to record what we're recording now because we just had so much stuff to uh, kill some time with. Anyway, driving was the Unki Overdrive. Oh my gosh. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash post. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, so this... Um I didn't. I, I I didn't know what to expect, just because um, I, I obviously know about scale electrics. I grew up in an era where every Christmas I'd be like scale electric, and every mm. Christmas 
I wouldn't get the scale electric. <laughs> like, I, I don't know why this was. I don't know. I, I'm so confused as to why Santa every year wouldn't bring me what I wanted. He would always br- like bring me something else. I'm like, it's not how it works, Santa, bro. Like, <laughs> if I'm a good boy, like, I put stuff on a list. The list is normally in order. So it's like, if there's scale electric at the top of the list, that's like the most important thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Come on. Uh, oh. But yeah, so like, I, I know about scale electrics, but how scale electric works, obviously, is, you know, you build the track and then you get the cars and the cars have like a little, um, a, 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 a little, I don't, I don't even know the technical term for it, a little thing on the bottom. And that goes into a, um, into like a gully on the track. And then it just, you know, sticks on the track because of that or not so well when you go around corners, but you get what I mean. Yeah. Like the cars just go into the little gully in the track and uh, fly around the track. Whereas this, this now the, the, the Anki is taking it to the next level in terms of technology. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, the Anki, so it's this, it's a racing game. Yeah. That is physical and also takes place in an app at the same time in a way that I've not really seen anything any I've not seen anything like it because no. I'm used to like we're, talk, we're doing a lot of stuff about VR at the moment with how to kill an out at this moment at the end of 2016 like VR is is the thing that is about to come out um, and everyone's sort of hiding about it we've got augmented reality which is sort of when you you point your phone at stuff and it sort of you know or you or you're wearing a device and it yeah, it's like, a real like, world like Pokemon Go that like Pokemon Go there you go. And then this kind of this game just is a, a physical thing because you're racing cars physically around a track, and also it's something that takes place in your app because you use your app to win, do stuff, or, yeah. or do stuff, or lose, which we'll get onto in a minute. Um, but first things first, the track like it was so easy to put together, Nick. Yeah, yeah, much easier than Scale Electric. Scale yes. Electric had like a you had to like proper like fit the pieces together and then click it into place and blah 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 no i'm not saying that scale electric was really really hard but it was just like a lot more time consuming than this because this was literally like it had magnetic strips at the end of each piece of track and and it it just it just snapped together there was no kind of yeah there was no kind of like it wasn't like it snapped together and then you had to like push the pieces into place with it it just went snap like that was it Literally, I think we had it together within about five minutes. No exaggeration. Yeah, yeah. No exaggeration. We, we had quite a, quite a, not not like really long track, but it was, I, I'd say the track was relatively long. Yeah, the tra- yeah, yeah. we had enough to get a proper race out of it. So we set the track up, boom, downloaded the app, took a little, took a little bit. It wasn't the smallest app, but hey, it wasn't a simple program. Downloaded the app, yeah. That was pretty sick as well, I must say, by the way, Nick, as yeah. well. Like the app. I recommend wearing headphones as well, like because um, we all down we all downloaded the app and there's a lot of noise going on in the app when you open it. Uh, so yeah, you get on yeah, the app, yeah. turn on your Bluetooth, charge up the cars, which only takes like ten minutes on the special charger. Now with old school Skeletrics, what you used to have to do was put the car on the track, and that's it. It would only go like you said around a specific groove that was on the track. Yeah. This was weird. We just put the cars on the track, and there were three of us: me, Nick, and Bill. And we put the cars, four cars on the track. Yeah. Three of us playing, but put four cars on the track. And then we literally press a button once we've all got into the same lobby and we're all ready to game and stuff via the app. And the cars track. Well, they they scan the track, basically. They drive around it it once and map it. And you see it mapping it in the app. That was pretty sick as well, actually. Like, we'll look at the map out. And um, 
they yeah I, I think there must be something communication between the track and the cars that we don't there know about yeah yeah it's, it's like because because when they're mapping it out as well like it, they drive like much slower but yeah. all four of the cars will go around mapping it and they'll they're, they're going really slow and then once they've mapped it they'll start driving fast back to the start line almost like if, if there's any if there's any motor racing fans listening the best way for me to describe it is like the um the, the, the lap before a formula one race starts so there's like a pre-lap so what happens is all the all the cars get on the track on on the grid and then like they all go round the track once to warm up their tires and get the car up to you know optimum racing speed and it's almost like that so it's like they're going round the track but not like they're not going full pelt and then they all line back up on the grid ready to yeah. start the race properly so it was like it was a bit like that I found it quite exciting. I'm not gonna lie. We were, I was just like, "This is so sick. <laughs> this is sick." Because um, yeah, I, I was intrigued to see, see, because like you said, when we put the track together, I was thinking, I was thinking, how's this gonna work? So I like initially, my my initial thoughts were like, there must just be magnets in the bottom of the cars, mm. and like you know, uh, the, the the a magnet in the track, and that just keeps the cars on the track. But it's it's not that. Like I don't I don't know what the tech is because I I haven't read into it or I had, or, or had a look, but. Um, it's not magnets because the cars do come off the track and, uh, you know, like it's, it's I kind of liked it. Yeah. I liked it. It got exciting. Cause once it's scanned the track, you, you've got the cars lined up. And like I said, there were three of us playing four cars on the track. You can actually set up AI to play yep. the game with you. So if, if it was just me by myself or just you, if you get Anki by yourself, you can have four cars on the track you're just playing by yourself and you can either team up with uh, other cars. We'll explain a bit more about that in a sec, or you can like race by yourself against other cars. And that's, that for me was good because one thing I noticed about other like Skeletrics again, uh, is that playing it by yourself was a bit shit. Yeah, it was dead. It was like, well, you're literally just like, it's like playing table tennis by yourself, bro. Like folding half the table up and just going, like it's not the one. It is not the one, but this was sick. And we, we literally got in, got involved, started racing. And when it's, when we started racing, that's when we realized that this game had another level of, yeah, of reality to it. Yeah. An extension reality where, um, we could actually control the speed of the car. Great. But you can actually change lane with the car yeah. by tipping your phone left and right. So if you tip right into a corner, you're going to hit that corner a bit tighter and yeah. then get a bit further ahead. So it's not just about pace. Um, you can't just, if you just, you can't just go around the track full pelt and all expect to get uh, around the track at the same time with the same lap time. Now nah, you have to be in lanes. And obviously if someone's in your lane, you can't go right into their lane and, or they can't go into yours, which is sick. And then Nick, the weapon system, right? Yeah. It's worth, but it's worth mentioning as well, before we even go into the weapons, the, the four different cars that we had, they all had four like different attributes that were yes. their kind of, uh, crowning feature so there was one car that uh, had better defense systems to, to to protect against the weapons there was yeah. another car which was just like the fastest car um but like all of these things you have to you have to take them into consideration when you're picking your car because it's not like you said it's not just about oh well i'll just speed around the track fastest because yeah. as you said the weapons exactly yeah so you're right nick the one in fact did you have a go on the big one the one called big bang well, yeah, that's, that. that was kind of my guy. I kept, I kept yeah. picking Big Bang all the time. Yeah, all the cars are names, by the way. And the guy that designs them is actually the guy that designed the vehicles in Tron, Iron Man, Batman and Robin. So he's taken on the Yankee cars. That's why they've got that kind of 
futuristic kind of look to them. Well, it, look, it looks like Tron, man. Like the whole, yeah. like, like in the app and like, you know, the, the yeah. track and stuff like that. It looks like Tron. Yeah, sick. So, um, where were we at? Oh, uh, the yeah, the weapons. That was it. Yeah. So, Lightning said the cars have different attributes, speed, strength, defense, and the weapons that you get are specialized for each vehicle as well. So, uh, big we- a big vehicle like, you know, the Big Bang might have, for example, slightly stronger uh, shock waves when it fires off its special device or the I think I was driving one called the Guardian which had this thing called a sonic attack um, which was like a really long distance one as well when we say distance some of these uh, attack moves that you use will only work if you're at a specific distance behind or in front of a car and stuff yeah. like that and how do so you my one yeah like big big bangs one you had to be near like you could like I couldn't I couldn't just do it like from the other end of the track and try to get you. It just wouldn't work. I had to be like right behind. Exactly, which was sick. And and how do we fire off these? It was all via the app. So like this app was so interactive. Like we all we actually all ended up putting on headphones, didn't we? Me, you, and Bill had yeah, headphones yeah. on. And because you're getting a lot of information, um, like first yeah, you're getting banter from the other uh, avies that are playing the game as well. So if for example the fourth person that I picked to drive against us. Uh, was um like saying basically chatting shit to us, isn't it? They chat yeah, shit yeah. Like, like, hey man, I'm gonna kick your ass, man, <laughs> like that sort of stuff. Um, and yeah, you could use the app to fire weapons as you're driving around the track, defensive weapons or offensive ones. And sometimes you have to be in the same lane as others. And for me, I was like, this is amazing because you're driving, but you're not only thinking about getting around the course quickly and make sure you're in the right lane, but then you're thinking about attacking and being attacked. And then it also opened up different elements of playing it. So you're not just playing to get around the track with speed. We started doing stuff like battles as well, Nick. And that's when you can like have teams. And I thought that was wicked, man. The battle um, scenario was was really, really interesting because obviously, as we've already mentioned, you know, the closest thing that you can you can really um, compare this to is scale electric. And there was mm. nothing like you couldn't you there was. It was it, because this because scale electric was just physical. The whole thing was physical. Obviously, times have changed, and now this the Onki can can um, can connect. Well, it's, it's completely connected through your phone. So you've got this added world which you could never have with scale electric. Yeah. And uh, because of that, you can have battles. And uh, we done a two on two, didn't we? So is it? It was. Um, was it me and you against Bill and the computer, or was it me and yeah. Bill against? I can't remember the teams, mm. but I remember that I was rubbish. As is, or like I'm, or I'm just the trash guy. <laughs> like I'm the one that's always getting beat, always losing. Um, like I, I'm basically just the punch bag of how to kill an hour. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, you did, you did take a roasting in this game. Yeah, always. I- I'll tell I'll tell it as it is. You are good. At, you are good at games. There's certain games out there that you're a dark horse with that you like to surprise us with. This, this, this like there's like a limited number. Yeah, yeah. This I'm still waiting to see if if you're just playing us like and and you're an amazing at this at some point. Um, until then, I'm gonna stick with the opinion that you're not so good with the uncle. I'm, but I'm, I'm the trash guy. Exactly. But with that being said, what's good is you can pick different characters to to control the AI. So we could have picked a character for Nick 
if it was him and Nick that was really aggressive or really benefited his playing style. And also when you drive against these, like I think, for example, there's like a crash car dummy character and he's always coming off the track, driving the wrong way on the track. That's right, driving the wrong way on the track. That can happen. Um, and the cars can also self-correct, I've noticed sometimes when they're doing that. Sometimes not so much. Sometimes they come off the track and you put them on because things get a bit hectic, especially when we set up a collision zone where the cars crash into each other deliberately. Yeah, basically um, crossroads. Yeah, that's sick. Um, so yeah, there's like different characters and elements that you just didn't get from previous racing games that were physical. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's literally changed the game in that area. And for me, honestly, Nick, it was fun. Like, I don't think we realised we killed so much time playing it, just just fiddling around and having a laugh, messing around with it. And it was very social and not really just for kids. Like, No, not all. Not all. I think any, like, I think this is, this is the kind of thing that you could set up with the lads and just like, you, you will be like dissing each other and having a laugh of an yeah. evening. Yeah, a couple of beers or a couple That's of basically drinks. Basically, what we did, we 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 yeah. we, we ordered in Nando's, um, had the onky on the go, and then when the Nando's turned up, I savagely ate it with my hands. Oh yeah, that was sick. Like Billy, I just want to say Billy is such a he's gonna laugh when he hears this. Cause he's not here with us today, but Billy eats with such good manners. Me and Nick were like cavemen. Yeah, when this chicken like the arrived, he's like, oh, yeah. have, you got a, have you got a knife and fork over there, old yes. chappy? And a dash of salt. Yeah, <laughs> he and was then Marcus proper. was just there in, <laughs> in his school uniform tracksuit bottoms, just, just <laughs> shoveling it in, mate. <laughs> With his boner tucked into his waistband. With my boner tucked into my waistband, eating chicken, remembering the good old days. <laughs> um, so yeah, like it was actually chilled. And in terms of, of fun, yeah, you can play it with anyone really, like young, old, yeah. It's kind of easy to get your hands on it, man. And and in terms of different kits and stuff, we had we had the crossroads, which was like the collision zone. Um there's in terms of expanding the game, they sent us a few of these cars like that had extra oomph. There are these things called battle trucks, super trucks they have as well. Which, which are much stronger, I guess. Yeah, bigger, stronger kick some ass. They've got mad extra weapons. Surely um, they'll be slower though. I reckon they'd be slower and they're stronger. They didn't send us any, so we didn't test those, but those are good in terms of keeping it exciting. Um, in, in terms of the track as well, they've got extra bits of kit, like there's the bank turns that you can get. Uh, you can put rails up for parts of the track that get extremely hectic. Uh, elevation kits. I mean, because it's quite social nowadays, if you go to the Onki website, which we put a link to in howtokillanow.com under the show description as well, you can actually see other people who have made tracks online and I don't know how legit this is but there's loads of people on Instagram that are like creating jumps and stuff like that no way yeah there's like actual jumps like if you go onto your Instagram and type put in hashtag Unky Overdrive there's loads of tracks like the possibilities are endless and what's wicked is 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 because of social media and stuff and, and the app you can just it's just so easy to share stuff man and and there's always cars coming out there's always new ways to yeah, yeah, yeah. And just but also so the, like the, the the possibilities are are endless for them as well because of yeah. software updates they'll be able to update the app and you'll yeah. be able to do new stuff like so this version of the game that you're getting now yeah you know in six months time it might be completely different yeah and and as you play we were upgrading our cars and stuff as well like earning well, nick not so much but we're like earning <laughs> points for winning <laughs> and, and upgrading our cars and for me i mean 
the the thing is the the thing is for me is these things aren't small. They're a track that takes up a bit of space in in a room, yeah. And the fact that we just put it away and put it took it out and put it together and put it away so easy was one of the biggest things for me. It weren't it was sick, don't get me wrong, nonetheless it was great, but the fact that we could just get it out, play it and then put it away with ease. That was a really big thing for me, Nick, because I hate yeah. I want I like playing with stuff, but one thing that you've mentioned quite a lot, Nick, on and off air, is you said to me, you don't want things to be a ball ache and long. Like we talk about this with VR a lot. Like you you're a big important thing you said about VR was you don't think it's gonna it's gonna work if it always is this big bulky thing that you'd have to calibrate and set up and yeah. set up special equipment for. It needs to be something that's like boom. And this yeah. game was boom, you're in. The, the longest thing was probably downloading the app for me. If you, you wanted it's, to, yeah. It's, it's gotta be as easy and um, you know, just as pick up and playable as possible. Yeah. Like yeah. nobody wants to, you know, oh, do you want to do this? Ah, oh, but you know, it's a bit long having to get yeah. this out and do that and blah blah blah. Like, you know, in the future I see VR as like simple as like a pair of shades. Like Needs you know, to that's, be. that's 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 Needs what's gonna to happen. Needs like, to be. At the moment, obviously, you know, early early adaptions of any tech like they're always massive and bulky look at look, look what we was talking about earlier tvs do you know what i mean like yeah. now look at tvs they're slimline yeah. and blah 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 so you know vr is going to change and and you know that's something that any technology for me has to be as easy as possible to to use and to to put away and 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 just keep exactly and and in this world where you we're all looking for new ways to kill time our mm. downtime's precious so we don't want setups to be long we don't want d-rigs to be long everything yeah. for me like quick mode i i never used to be like this when i was younger and i had more time to fuck around with shit i'd be like in story mode yeah. with games all the time and there's certain games i still like story mode but what i love with apps is quick start yeah. you know when you see quick start for, for a game like just play a match now straight in. have a go i just do it now man. but, but it's also it. worth bearing in mind a lot of these new games that are coming out like computer games uh mm. video games like a lot of them now during the loading screens, they're giving you things to do during the loading screens because like people don't, people don't want to sit there and look at a bar loading anymore. That's dead. Exactly. Like those times are finished. PlayStation yeah. one times when you're sitting there and the, the PS is going, like, that's, <laughs> that's not the one like, yeah. like the new FIFA, for example, or the FIFA have done this for, for a couple of years now. Like there's like little challenges where the game's loading, but like you can, um, you know, try and kick the ball into a target, which is in the top corner of the goal, or, you know, you have to try and beat a defender and blah, blah, blah. So there's things to do whilst the game's loading. People can't be asked to wait. Yeah. It's really good. Really, really good idea. And something that, um, yeah, we look forward to more, but that was the Onky anyway. I liked it. Mm -hmm. man. It was good. It was good, man. It's probably one of the best things uh, I've, I've learned to play since learning to flip my boner up and hide it. That's a big thing. Um, so, uh, another thing we tried, Nick was a couch coaster. Um, yes a very simple device if i'm honest yeah to to solve a problem that i think we've all experienced at some point in our life right nick yeah definitely especially like um like the, for me this rings true massively because either in my living room i don't have a coffee table or a side table or anything like that mm -hmm. because i live in london and spaces at a premium uh, a coffee table would just like take up near enough the hole in my living room so mm -hmm. um like this this um, solution was actually really, really useful for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's a coaster that attaches to the arm of your sofa safely and securely. Any type of shape and size sofa arm. 
they say they can they can get on well almost there's a little we found an we found a little angle of criticism uh, mm-hmm. but um it pretty much fits on any sofa arm and it is a device which kind of it's a coaster that has edges on it that hold your yeah. your your beverage it, in it's, place it's totally the type of thing you could see on dragon's den you know what i mean yeah. like yeah, someone, yeah. someone's gone on dragon's den and they've gone like you know oh, have you, you ever had the problem where you just want to veg out on the sofa watching netflix you can't be asked to move blah 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 but you don't have anywhere to put your your coffee or your beer or your drink or whatever this solves that scenario simple yeah. as that yeah yeah it does it just secures your beverage in place it's got uh one size fits all so it, um you can put in clips and pop out clips to fit different mugs uh it's got something for your mug handle to go down if you're having a warm drink mm-hmm. um, it's it's weight quite weighty as well and still the silicone finish of it kind of just yeah. sticks it to, well it has um, to be weighty doesn't it to kind yeah. of weight it down otherwise it, it, potentially it could just slide off but um exactly yeah it, it um it it like, like they said, like you said in the intro, uh, they claim it it fits on all sizes um, of sofa arm. But Three, yeah, yeah, it's it 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 does fit on basically. If you've got a traditional so if a traditional size sofa, right, and what I mean by that is a sofa with big arms, it will like this will solve your problem no end. It's completely fine. Right. Like, but if you've got one of these kind of, I don't know what you you'd call it, trendy kind of new like you see them in a lot of kind of, like media offices and all the rest of it with like thin arms do you know what i mean like it, yeah. won't, it won't go on that because the arm is way too thin yeah exactly exactly so i think a minimum of 14 centimeters if it's any smaller than that it's a, it's a no-no yeah yeah so but, like, um, if you don't, don't think if if you've got a skinny arm sofa it'll work for you but if you've yeah. got a sofa with big arms and you're looking for you're like you're always pissed off because you're balancing your drink on the sofa arm and you've spilt so many like cans of beer or whatever in the back yeah. of your sofa. This is definitely something that will um just eradicate that problem completely for you. Exactly. Do you know what I do, Nick? I'm not so bad with knocking them off. Do you know what I always do is I put the drink down, but I sit down with such weight that I always knock the drink over. Like you know when you go, and then like I did get hot tea on my lap once and. I love a hot cup of tea, but, but my, not tes- in my the testicles don't. My testicles, yeah. <laughs> my testicles do not enjoy a hot cup of tea, and I, I had to learn the hard way. Well, it wasn't hard when it happened, obviously. Well, I'm was, not surprised. Yeah, it was very, very soft. Yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine that? I found out I yeah. really liked it. Yeah, that was lovely. That oh my god. Cool. Yeah. Mm. Oh god. Oh, I'll go again. Um. So yeah, that's it. It's, it's it's we don't. I don't think we need to spend too much time with it though, do we, Nick? Because it's simple thing. It's a, a simple, simple and effective job. device, yeah. isn't it? You know, yeah. like it's one of those things, like I said, that like, it, like it's a problem solving device. You know how yeah. people who go on Dragon's Den, you can tell unless they're kind of like hardcore businessmen or whatever. A lot of the people that go on Dragon's Den are, are regular people like you and I who have just sat there one day and gone, oh, this thing that I do is really fucking annoying. Like, why has nobody invented this? And they've gone, well, fuck it, I'm going to invent it. And it feels yeah. almost like that. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um Exactly. And that's what Barry Frieda, the inventor, did. In fact, I did actually, we tried to get, get in contact with him on the day, but we couldn't, unfortunately. But I did actually have a chat with him at some point. Um, so I'll pop that up as a little bonus episode, Nick, so you can hear what Barry's into. Wicked. He's one of them guys. He's one of those guys that's that's like a consistent maker and fixer of things, man. He's a bit of a G out there. Yeah, so that was it, man. That was a couch coaster, Nick. Uh, simple jobby. Done. Job like, done. Them things, they're like you know, they're priceless. They're worth their weight in gold because, as I said, is that them problems where it's like 
everybody's yeah. like, oh, well, like, why is no one invented that? Oh, mm. like, people love that shit. What would you invent, Nick? What Oof. do you think you'd invent? Oof, I would probably invent. This, like, you've totally put me on the spot right now. What would I? What, what, what have you got one in your head? I think I'd love some sort of form of communication between the DJ and the crowd for people that ask for requests. And this isn't me being a narky DJ saying oh, I hate it when people ask for songs because. Yes, I understand that it's frustrating for many DJs to be asked for music by obnoxious people. I don't believe in obnoxiousness. But sometimes, as professional players of other people's music, you maybe have to be cool with the fact that sometimes the audience doesn't know what you're doing as well as you do. Like, somebody might actually not know that a song's a Drake song, you know? Mm. They might only know it's as the, I don't know, the Tummy So Flat Flat song. Do you know what I mean? They might call it that. So, um... I don't know why I got off into a little side rant. What would I fix though? Um, I'd love something to keep the edges of my haircut edgier for longer. Yeah, that would be good. And it's something you could easily do at home. Yeah, like a little protractor to just yeah. keep my edges in, in, in shape. Something like that because I'm really, sh- I'm not a barber at all. If I tried to keep my life, like, I've got mates that trim themselves, give themselves fades and stuff. If I tried to do that, I'd do it for a like charity. It's the only time I'd give myself any form of haircut or, or try and shape my beard because I'd look like a nutter. So yeah, something to help me shape my beard and stuff like that. I'd okay. Be- like mine, mine's not necessarily an invention because the, 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 the parts of this exist already. But when I went to Brazil, obviously I went with my dad and, um, my dad, both me and my dad like my dad way worse than me like i don't enjoy flying but my dad hates flying right yeah and um like he was saying why have they not why do they not like let you um get on the plane and offer some kind of service where they just like knock you out for a certain amount of time like like what i mean by that is like all the all the all the knockout cases could just sit at the back right so you know the back however many rows that's where the knockout cases sit so when you sit into your when you get into your seat they go right stick your mask your masks on or whatever and uh we're going to knock you out for you can pick the amount of time it's almost like a tariff it would be great for that um yeah like so five hours of knockout or six hours of knockout do you know what i mean so it's like that would be amazing imagine you just sit down put the mask on set yeah. the time to well i'm going to have the flight's 11 hour flight i'll probably go for nine hours of knockout here <laughs> bang I'll pay for that yeah I'll pay wake for up that. nine hours later bosh it's only a two-hour flight I'll that, pay like, for that. that is that i don't know why it doesn't exist it'll be a health and safety thing like you know if the plane's going to crash all these knocked out bodies everywhere would kind of be in the way <laughs> but, just sign a disclaimer you're at the back of the plane that's what I if, said. The, if the plane goes down hey you're dead you, you you go out nicely. Last thing yeah, you remember is he's counting exactly down from 10. That's what me and my dad said. Me and my dad said, you just sign a disclaimer. If, you, if, if it goes fucking down, I'd rather be knocked out anyway. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be awake when it's going down. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I'd rather be KO'd anyway. So it's like, this should be a thing that, listen, Richard Branson, bruv, like, if you're, I know you're probably a big fan of How to Kill an Hour. Um, so you need to stop developing your space program that shit ain't important Virgin Galactica or whatever it's bloody called (laughs) and and invent this get on this mate I'll fly Virgin Atlantic everywhere because Jim I would love I'd even do like honestly if they were like okay there's a proper anaesthetist anaesthetist on board uh, you can't eat for like 12 hours before your flight I think I'd probably do that you know so would I it's so long like I would just go fine 
12 hours of not eating, but I'm getting on that plane and I'm just getting knocked out for 12 hours and then I'll wake up where I'm at. That would be ideal. Could we extend that, Nick? Could we extend this service from home to hotel? Could that be like the VIP version? So what, they so come to your house the whole time. So it's you like, don't have to do any of the queuing. You don't have to do any of the passport control. All done for you. They just you you imagine that Friday night, fall asleep at home, wake up Saturday morning, you're on a beach. Cocktail the only, next the only to thing you. I will say about if the, if you if 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 you're doing it like that is like you don't even need a seat on the plane, do you? They could just put you in the cargo hold. <laughs> yeah, I'll be all right as as long as I'm not too bruised because we know what happens with luggage. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, I've seen them out. sometimes. Yeah. I've seen them like just around. The, I've like had a little peep sometimes and see look where the luggage goes. And I've seen them. They don't care. They the will throw that right, luggage. When, you, when you're, when you're having a little peep out the window, right. And you go and you go, Oh, look, there's my bag. And the guy's just like shot foot in the bag. <laughs> the they're, like, they're just throwing them, like <laughs> kick, kicking them into the plane. Um, yeah. So I'd like a home to, to holiday service, home to holiday. You've already coined the phrase as well. Look at that. Branson, bruv, get on this. We're on it, Nick. We're on it. Get on um, this. We're, 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 we're only going to take 50% Branson as well. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Do that. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, come on, Branson. Let us eat, let, let us live a little bit here at Out to Kill an Hour. Um, yeah. but, but anyway, yeah, that's been how we've been killing some time in this episode. Um, coming up soon, after this, I think, we've got uh, our experience of the VR world. Uh, to talk about Nick and mm-hmm. um, yeah some plenty of ways that we've been killing some time recently in the meantime how can we keep in contact with you Nick where can we find you on Tinterweb uh, all the all the usual places man Insta Twitter uh, Snapchat at Nick Bright DJ um, I'm the same on all of them yeah wicked wicked uh, I'm at Marcus Bronzy M-A-R-C-U-S-B-R-O-N-Z-Y maybe I'll change it to my real name one day who knows mm, I doubt it Hi, I'm Dori Shafrier. And I'm Kate Spencer. And we are the hosts of Forever 35. And today we're talking about Club Med, the best all-inclusive getaway for families. Today, Club Med has nearly 70 resorts worldwide, from beachside resorts in the Caribbean and Mexico, to magical locations in the Maldives and Morocco, to ski resorts in the mountains from Canada to the Alps. Between their all-inclusive family programming, wellness offerings, land and water sports, and their French heritage-inspired food and drink offerings, Club Med is the best way to elevate your family getaway, no matter which location you're at. To learn more, visit clubmed.us. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. (laughs) <laughs> it's a bit long right. isn't it yeah it is long it is long uh, there's plenty of ways to kill an hour out there thank you for killing one with us 